I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The numbers to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'd like to say hello to everybody who's listening coast to coast. Thanks to all the radio stations that air us. And, of course, TalkStreamLive.com links to those stations. We're glad that we have a friend in TalkStreamLive.com. Our affiliate, our official affiliate for Ground Zero is Aftermath.fm, which is an online radio station that uh, certainly plays a lot of the shows and podcasts that uh, we certainly uh, like listening to and of course ground zero is one of them so we thank aftermath.fm for broadcasting aftermath.media of course is an online affiliate our digital playground available to everybody who wants to listen to the shows at a more convenient time also using some of the shows and some of the uh, stuff we have as as research we have uh, library books and videos and all kinds of things documents that you may want to find that you can't find anywhere else all available ufo documents and things of that nature all available at aftermath.media. Just sign up today, aftermath.media. So I remember there was a guy I worked with. Um, it was, his name was Martin Davies. Or it was Davies, but he went by Martin Davis because he was a Brit. And uh, he used to work for um, AMC uh, or uh, United Artists. It was AMC now. But United, he worked for United Artists uh, as, a, as a movie artist. And... Um, he once told me, he said that um, back when he worked for United Artists, he said that uh, they would uh, draw in the art department, they would draw movie posters and uh, they would create these these movie posters with monsters and with, uh, you know, they do these scenarios, they just draw them and they make a title for them. And it's, it's for movies that weren't made. They just made up titles and then they would, you know, create them and put them on a on, a, on an easel and start drawing them. So they'd go to the the writers department and they'd say, "Look, I came up with this idea for a graphic, this idea for a for a movie, and uh, can you guys write a script based on the poster?" And so that yeah, they did that. A lot of the times when you see these, you know, like Chopper Chicks in Zombie Town or you know Rabid Grannies or so, so those are trauma films. I'm just saying, you see, if you see those types of movies, those horror movies, they have these weird titles. It's because someone in the art department thought it would be funny to do that, you know, just to draw a picture and then say, okay, guys, write something. That kind of happened to me last night, okay? I was just, you know, I was bored. You know, I, I sat down with Liam for a little while and talked to him and hung out for a while, watched a couple family guys, and then uh, he went to bed, and I was alone downstairs. And um, I was thinking, hmm, kind of bored, kind of tired. I don't know, should I go to bed? Should I stay up? I've, I opted to stay up because, you know, I, I sometimes at night when it's dark and and it's kind of quiet around the house. I can come up with some of my best ideas. Well, actually, I sat down and uh, I did the the graphic. I did this graphic that's for the show tonight. It's on the website. So it is graphic. This guy in a gas mask holding a pumpkin uh, with syringes in it. And it's snowing behind him. And I looked at that and I'm like going, gosh, that's a great graphic. What was I thinking when I made this graphic? And I thought this would be one of those situations where I write a show based on the graphic right and so this is what i did is i i put together this show tonight based on a graphic that i made at three in the morning and i gave it a weird name gain of function frost on the pumpkin and it's not pumpkin it's pumpkin so it's gain of function frost on the pumpkin i don't know where that came from i don't know why i did that but i did and uh and then i i went to bed 
And I thought, I better come up with something for this graphic because if I don't, then uh, you know, I'm going to have this great artwork that I did. It's just going to go to waste. No one's going to see it. And so, yeah, I, I uh, actually sat down and um, I thought of some things that Janine had told me. And we'll get to that in just a minute. Some things that Janine was talking to me about that really had me going, really? This is weird. So some of this is, uh, I guess you could say, it, it's misplaced uh, con- continuance of some thinking that I did a couple days ago. Um, and as I was writing this and as I was thinking about I, I was thinking about what it is to be a Christian, of all things. Singing, you know, here we are, we're Christians, most of us. A lot of people that aren't Christian. I mean, there are people out listen to my show that are Wiccan or they're they're pagan or they're uh, you know, they're they're Muslim or Jewish. I got a lot of people who listen to all different types of faiths, Buddhists. Um, but one of the things that that's always bothered me about being a Christian, um, being a you know, I'm not really that good of a Christian, but I'm a Christian. I mean, I, my, my roots are in Christianity. I know the Bible very well. I, I know all these things. And I have my different beliefs and, and ideas and interpretations. And, of course, that came with my upbringing. But then I pulled away from the church that I was brought up in and came up with some other ideas and, and it expanded my horizons a little more. But I guess the root of it all is, is that being a Christian, I believe in, well, I believe that salvation is only achieved through the belief in Christ. It's, it's through the blood atonement of Jesus Christ. That's why Christianity exists. You believe that this man died for you to show you and, and to help you live on, resurrect, that sort of thing. So, And, and I guess my biggest problem is, is I, I don't affiliate myself with any particular congregation and because I have a tough time with other Christians that treat the Bible and everything that is said in the Bible and they treat it like it's a Hallmark card. I've always had a problem with that. I've had a problem with the whole Hallmark card idea of what religion is. And what I mean by that is, is that, you know, everybody believes in, in, and you get these people and yeah, I mean, they, they have simple beliefs. And that's fine. I just don't have those simple beliefs. I just don't believe that when I die, I'm going to go to this sponge painted world where some guy who looks like Barry Gibb is going to be you know, watching over me as I play a harp wearing a terry cloth robe. I just don't think that's salvation. I just don't think that's right. I think that there's more to it than that. If it's so complex here on planet Earth, why wouldn't it be just as complex in another place? You know, where we have feelings, we have love, and we have pleasure and pain and all those things, but not as much pain, just more pleasure, because we had the pain here on this planet. So, I mean, you know, I'm still trying. I'm in search of a lot of beliefs in my life, but I'm open to a lot of beliefs. But um, I, I just have a hard time where some people don't have a practical view of what it means to be a Christian. They, 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 like I said, they treat it like a Hallmark card. I remember when I went and saw the, uh, the Passion of the Christ, and I saw that movie, and I thought to myself, my God, you know, if, if this is the way it was, Jesus was brutalized, just brutalized, you know, cat of nine tails, guts hanging out bleeding to death, being beaten. It was just two hours of watching this man who looked like Jesus getting the crap kicked out of him. And I thought to myself, this is this is horrific. If people only knew how horrific the crucifixion was, maybe, maybe they'd have a harder time dealing with the crucifixion. I don't know. But see, that's the thing. It's the practical thing. It's not the Renaissance paintings. It's not the beautiful things we see in the Sistine Chapel. It's not what the Catholics have done to, to create this image of what Mary and Joseph and, and Jesus and Joseph and, you know, just all that. I mean, but the practical things that I think are overlooked in religion that I kind of lean towards are what would be the science aspects that tie into 
how religious belief has, has, has influenced us. And what I mean by that is like, you know, with those who look at religion as a hallmark card, they, they, they believe there can be no big bang. They don't have any other thought of how the universe began. And it's either God just spoke it into existence. This is, you know, let there be light. Okay, done. Or that God somehow grabbed a few spherical planets, threw them into the nothingness, and that animals and plants and everything just popped into existence. Like God is some strange manager or prop boy dressing a set, and that he put two eggs on a table, set it into space, hoping one day man and woman would hatch out of them, from, and from there he could control this little golem in his metaverse. Well, no. But um, what is most disconcerting, though, is how a lot of Christians that are vocal how they've been taught about the final dispensation and how they want to believe that even though they say this is the end times or the end times are coming, they merely become an NPC. Now, that's a non-player character in in the computer, you know, in gaming. But they become a non-PC. They become a non-player character because they're waiting for the clouds to part, the fire to rain down from heaven. And that's the only way they're going to be motivated in doing something. We're waiting for that big event. We're waiting for that event to tell us, oh, yeah, we should do something. And, and so there are, there, there are a lot of, of, of people out there that believe that when the, like, for example, I've heard this before on the show. They say, oh, the mark of the beast, and a lot of, you know, religious clerics say this, and a lot of evangelical preachers say this. They say, well, when the mark of the beast is offered, we'll be able to make a choice. And we won't be forced or coerced into taking it. It's going to be a conscious choice. I mean, it's... They want to think that before they do something, and, and think about this. Think how crazy this sounds. They want to think that before they do something, the Antichrist has to be surrounded by dragon-looking creatures from hell or that he has to be some evil Muslim before they pay attention or that he's supposed to say, okay, here we have Snickers bars, Twix bars, Milky Way bars, and the Mark of the Beast. Which one do you want? Oh, I'll take the candy bars, of course. Oh, okay. No, that's not how it's going to happen. It's not. We're not separating candy bars from the mark of the beast we know that the whole idea behind the mark of the beast is to mark the bloodline of god and and i don't want to sound like a preacher but that's what it is it's been that way since the garden of eden the whole idea of taking the apple and eating the apple if you want to talk about that metaphor was it was to thwart the mission of of this this perfect being known as mankind or man and then we made him like he is now now i i don't want to come off you know sounding like i'm mocking religious belief and I, I but i want to appeal to common sense here and and so that's that's what i'm kind of doing tonight i want you to pay attention because i think it's very important that you don't treat religion and you don't treat what's going on here like a hallmark card all right you don't you know you don't treat it like a novelty you treat it as very serious business because the people who are in power they're taking it very seriously and if you don't take it seriously then they're going to win they're going to they're going to beat you down until you're nobody. Mark my word. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero and we'll be back. I'm Clyde Lewis and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at aftermath.media. It's only 4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's aftermath.media. That's aftermath.media.
Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.